Big news, friends. Mega has a live show, which we will also live stream. It's going to be at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles Saturday, March 16th, and it's a 4 p.m. matinee. We're going to have a lot of amazing guests, so get your tickets now by heading to our website, megathepodcast.com. And if you're a Patreon member, you get a discount. So join us live or virtually on March 16th and get your tickets now. You know the unmistakable sound of opening your freezer door? That little kiss? Well, my freezer makes that kissing noise and I kiss it right back because it's filled with butcher box cuts that have made my life way more convenient. Delivered right to our doorstep, free shipping, always, and curated customized box plans. It saves me money and trips to the grocery store and I can meal plan for weeks at a time and I got leftovers to boot. Eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering mega listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. That's three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free, that's free, in every order for a whole year. That's a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Get a kiss from your freezer and your family and sign up today at butcherbox.com mega and use code mega to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Thanks, ButcherBox. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis, and at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good and not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. We are I'm Hallie Laban, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community. It is a treat, and it is a treasure. It is so neat. Well, per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Hodge, everybody. Stomp the yard, Hallie. How are you doing? Woo! Bless, 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 my brother. How's your week? Oh, it was a great weekend with my teens in Climax. You know, we helped a local golf course clean up a homeless encampment that oh, was on the 13th green. So awesome. that was good. Got those guys out of there. And then, um, I don't know, my weekend was a bit derailed after oh, no. that, or just yesterday, Hallie, because uh, weirdly, the FBI showed up at my, my house. The FBI? Yeah. <gasps> what happened? Uh, well, I'm not sure if I mentioned it, um, but my friend Clay, Clay Mason, Mason Bannerman. Yeah. Well, his his. Son, Raylan Ray Bannerman. Right. His son, Raylan Bannerman, is uh, known online as the cross-eyed son of Q. Ah, well, he does have a lazy eye. Apparently, he was involved in a plot to kidnap Mike Pence 
And Cutoff is here live on YouTube in oh, order to no. restore the white nationalist oh. ethno state before the communists drink his blood. Oh, my goodness. I don't think I follow all that, but it sounds like there's probably something true in there. Right. So I was just really, you know, a bit, a bit concerned. Um, and I just told the FBI, look, Ryland moved out of here a while ago. I said, he's a former Marine, so that is not likely. And, uh, you know, it's strange, Hallie, is the, the FBI guy said, yeah, you know, a lot of these guys are former military and police. And I said, well, you know, there's only one person who can put an ear back on Mike Pence, and that is Jesus. That's right. So how was your weekend, Hallie? Wow, that's awesome. Oh, I had such a cool thing happen this weekend. It really feels like a God thing. Oh, a God thing. Love it's a God, God thing. thing. Love, Love a God, a God thing. thing. Hey. So this week I heard from the sex trafficking group that I give to. Uh, I'm sorry, what? The sex trafficking group that I give to. Um, it's this organization called Traffic Stop, and they're working to stop sex trafficking oh, okay. yeah, and human that. trafficking around okay. the world. And I'm just so proud to be a donor and a volunteer for this organization. Totally. There are only three charities that I give to, Gray. Okay. I don't know if I've ever told you this. I give to anti-human trafficking, okay. anti-abortion, and anti-pornography. Awesome. Because those are big issues for me, and I just feel really good about the fact that I support them because you know pornographers and democrats are trying to destroy the family and our children yeah totally so these are just things that are near and dear to my heart so anyway i found out this week that i get to go on the next mission trip to the philippine to meet the girls who have been saved from sex trafficking that is radical isn't that so cool oh and, that's gonna gonna be feel so good yeah and i just feel like it's really important for these girls to see how successful it is to be a christian and to just give them something to strive for when they meet me you know as an american coming over there visiting them and you know seeing them do their homework or whatever i'm not sure well there but, is no doubt God is going to be using you in the Philippines. I hope so. I hope he uses me greatly in his name. And I'm just excited I get to meet the human trafficked girls. Yep. Isn't that cool? And another God thing that happened this week, I was just so powerfully affected by Lead Pastor Steve's teachings in the weekend services. Were you in there this weekend or did you have climax stuff? I, I, actually, no, I was actually dealing with this whole Raylan Gate thing. Oh, well, he was teaching on this scripture that I just felt so powerfully moved by. He was talking about the hypocrisy that befalls Christians when they don't have good accountability in place, like making sure that we guard our hearts against sin and, you know, iron sharpening iron and all that. And it was just so good and convicting and motivating. Right. And what scripture was that, Hallie? Oh, it's one of my favorite stories from Second Samuel where the prophet Nathan comes to David and... Love David. He, Love his stuff. Right? He's, you know, man after God's heart and he and Nathan tells him this story where he says there was a rich man and a poor man and the rich man had all these sheep and livestock and everything and the poor man only had one little lamb and he went and he purchased that lamb and he brought it into his home and he fed it with his own children and he cuddled it and he slept with it and he loved this little lamb and it was like a pet and it was like one of his own children and when the rich man had a guest come into town instead of slaughtering one of his own many sheep he took the poor man's one sheep and he slaughtered it and he fed it to his guest and David was incensed and David said to Nathan, that man should be killed. Oh. And Nathan said, you are that man. Wow. <laughs> I love that vibe. And I love, yeah, I love incense too. So It was just because he, what he was talking about is, you know, the whole backstory of how David took Uriah's wife. Well, he sent Uriah to the front lines and got Uriah killed so that he could take his wife Bathsheba as his own. Okay. And um, 
And so I guess that was, she was the lamb or the little sheep in that scenario. Oh, the lady was the lamb. Okay. Yeah. And um, I just think it's such an awesome story. And um, I want to figure out how to use it against people when I think they're being total hypocrites, you know? Well, it really makes you stop and realize how invested God is in the daily workings of our lives, you know? I mean, he notices when we're eating and when we're drinking and when we're sleeping and who we kill and stuff like that. That's right. And I just think it's such an intriguing story. And I had my son Day sitting next to me during one of the services and he was really tuned in and I was just so excited that he was consuming God's word like that. that. And then, Gray, we were driving home and Day started looking up 2 Samuel on his iPad and he wanted to read about it on his own. And I said, Day, this is just warming my heart to no end to see you diving into scripture. And anyway, so he starts reading more of the story to me and there was stuff I totally don't remember from this story. Oh, really? Like what? Well, after Nathan says, David, you are that man, um, he says, you know, obviously he's like, David, God is ticked off, dude, because you took another man's wife to be your own. Right. And you killed that guy so you could have his wife. And God is not going to have it. And Day starts reading to me that later in the story, God says, I gave you your master's house and his wives and the kingdom of Israel and Judah. And if that wasn't enough, I would have given you much more. And I says, yeah, and I know that part of the story. And my son, Day, he goes, Mom, don't you find that weird? And I said, no, Day, God blessed David with these riches and these wives and the crown. And still David went and killed this guy and took his wife. And Day said, no, I understand that part, Mom. But what I don't understand is that nobody has a problem with God giving David his master's house and his master's wives. And I said, Day, that's how it worked back then. And Day said, Mom, that's human trafficking. (sighs) And and that God gave David a bunch of human beings. I you know sometimes I just hate own. Day. And I said Day David was awesome. Those women were probably so happy to go live in a castle. Human trafficking is what happens in Thailand and stuff, not in the Bible. But then he was like, Mom. He goes on. He keeps reading, and, and the Bible says, "Because of what you've done, I will cause your own household to rebel against you. I'm going to give your wives to another man before your very eyes, and he will have sex with them in public view, so all of Israel will see what you." You did in Yeah. God said, what you did in secret, I will do in public. And Day goes, Mom, that's pornography. Uh, no, it's not pornography if you don't pay for it. That's right. I said, Day, pornography didn't come into existence until Playboy and Hustler. That's right. But then Day goes on, and what happens later in the story is that God said, because you've done this, David, I'm going to kill your baby. Your child is going to die. He's going to kill David and Bathsheba's baby. Right. And Day goes... Isn't that what you call abortion, Mom? Here we go. And I said, no, abortions happen in Planned Parenthood clinics. Okay, but nice try. And Day said, Mom, why is God going to kill a baby just to get revenge on David? That seems really evil. And I said, no, it's not revenge. It's consequences, Day. It's like when I take your iPad. It's not revenge. It's to teach you a lesson. Exactly. But Day said, locking up my devices is not exactly killing a baby, Mom. Well, for some of these teens, it probably is. You should see they're obsessed with those things. Well, great. I didn't say this to Dave, but I honestly at this point was like, geez, reading the Bible the way Dave does is like super discouraging. And especially just between you and me, since my big causes are no abortion, no porno and no human trafficking. So at this point, I'm just sort of driving in silence and I didn't know what to do or what to say. So I just started praying and I started asking God for the answers. And, you know, we got home and I jumped out of the Lexus and and it's it was kind of fun. My husband, Lance Labonte and I, we jumped in the hot tub and I just was like, you know what? 
I feel like the Holy Spirit is telling me um, to just finish the rest of the story. One thing about a Bible story is going to have a happy ending. Right? So I got my Kindle, and I'm in the hot tub, and I just was like, you know what, God, speak to my heart about, you know, this what you're doing with trafficking women and making pornography and killing babies. And I read to the end, and you know how it ends, Gray? I can't really remember. Well, after God killed David and Bathsheba's baby, David went and he had a feast and he took a shower. And then the Bible says he went to comfort Bathsheba and he had sex with her and she had a baby. And guess who that baby was? Um, I'm sorry. I haven't been listening for a while. It was Solomon. Oh, fun. And the Bible says that the Lord loved that child. And then he sent word through Nathan the prophet and that they should name him Beloved of the Lord. Oh, that's a mouthful, isn't it? And so I was just totally comforted by that because God can really redeem any situation. That is so true. Well, Hallie, you know, it was a different time then and women didn't have education or consent. So, you know, it's all that all that stuff people are trying to do now. Yeah. And I don't know. One takeaway might be that I might need to start monitoring um, Day reading the Bible by himself the same way I monitor him looking at porn. The same way the FBI monitors my social media now. Yeah. When you listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, the comedy podcast, you get a belly full of laughs and a head full of real information. Our gallimaufry of expert guests answer questions on stuff adults need to know. I have mold in my dwelling. What do I do? What's gerrymandering? What happens chemically when I fall in love? How do I handle a parent-teacher conference? What are microbes? Listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. Solve problems, get laughs. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the megaverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Moses returned from Mount Sinai with the law of God in his hand in the form of two tablets and ten rules to live by. Our guests today practice law, and it is Christ-centered, and it gets me going. I am so excited to introduce our guests today. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Christian Dempsey and Dwayne Gilson of GD Law. Howdy, howdy. Hello, hello. We're happy to be here. Welcome, welcome. Oh, we are so happy to have you. I just feel like with two real-life lawyers here in our midst, I'm going to get all the legal advice I need for the rest of my life for free real quick. I know, Hallie. It's so exciting. We've never had a, we've never had lawyers on the show. We've never had uh, lawyers from the same law firm on the show. And we've also never had lawyers who practice law who are at, uh, also 
well, are you guys related? Because I couldn't quite figure out when I was reading the website. Um, uh, you, you are related, mm-hmm. I guess. Are your brothers? Yes, sir. That's right. Uh, well, uh, Christian, go ahead and tell them the story. It's 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 a doozy. So I'm um uh, born in Longview, Texas. Uh, raised in Longview, Texas. Uh, went to school uh, at Baylor University, Waco, Texas. That's where I, I met my wife. Oh, okay. oh mm-hmm. awesome! Go Bears! Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I met my, my wife Sharon. Okay. Then uh, we were dating during the wedding. I met Dwayne here. Oh. Yep, yep. Yeah, he was marrying he was marrying my sister. So uh, mm-hmm. that's that's when we we encounter oh, each other. Wow. Oh, you're Sharon's brother. That's right. Yes, yes. He's my brother-in-law. But you know, as fate would have it, as the Lord you know would have it, uh, while I was at the wedding. I met uh, Christian's sister, uh, Chastity, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, oh, really? We really hit it off, and uh, and now she's my wife. I took her as my wife. Oh, okay. you're double brother-in-laws. Double brother-in-law. That is, and you actually practice law. Oh yes, and, and t- we practice in law together. So we're brothers-in-law in law. That is amazing. And did you and did you start the law firm after you married the the ladies, or did just did, did the law firm kind of stuff come before that? Well, we were actually competing lawyers. Uh, oh. It was uh, I didn't realize that I, my uh, sister Sharon was going to be marrying my my mortal enemy of sorts. Uh, yeah, it was a bit of roughhousing at the wedding, but we uh, we came to terms. We decided that we would become friends, and wouldn't you know it, we're, we've been great partners together, haven't we, Christian? So when I decided to become a lawyer, I knew I wanted to be I wanted to to practice Christian law, yeah, which okay. is, and I and that's where I I only provide law services for Christians. Oh, that's great. Yeah. If if you're not a Christian, then then you ha- I have no business with you. So you only represent Christians, and I think that is awesome because uh, you know I'm not a big fan of discriminating against anyone. But when it comes to your business, I feel like you should be able to do some discrim. You should be able to be discriminating. I'm not into discrimination, Hallie. I'm into being discriminating, which mm, is different. Yeah. And I think it's so great that you guys are able to really represent who you want to represent. That's it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, we want to be invested in our cases and with our clients. Uh, there was a time though where we were practicing uh we were, we were both divorce lawyers and uh we had a bit of a thing going where uh i would represent the husband and christian here would represent the wife and they wouldn't know that we were from uh-huh. the same law firm so what we would do is uh, in the lord's name we don't we don't like divorce the d word it's a bad word in our house right. and yeah. uh what we try to do is we try to counsel the two the 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 husband and the wife on the outs, you know try to bring them back together you know awesome. try to try to bring them back into the lord's life and and uh you know, if it just didn't work out, well, you know, we'd, we'd call it quits. We'd take our legal fees, donate it to the church, and then uh, we'd, you know, wish them the best. That wow. is Wow, awesome. so you were almost working yourselves right out of a job. Right, there's no conflict of interest there that I can really imagine. Wow. None, none whatsoever. Well, the fees increase if they do get divorced. That's the thing. Oh, that's, oh, so there is financial incentive. Yeah. yeah. We want to make sure that they're tithing, you know? See, this is smart. This is like when um, Christians will set up a birthing center right next to an abortion clinic and kind of try to trick the gals to walk in the wrong door and then counsel them to have that baby and give it to a needy couple. Totally. And the whole time, the girl thinks she's having an abortion, and um, she's really coming to full term. Um, That's right. It's smart. I mean, it's just smart. That's godly law. That's godly practice. Exactly. We actually uh, represent many, many uh, uh, aborted babies. Oh, really? Is that right? How do you do that? Wow. Well, you know, they need representation, just like everyone else. They have voices. Well, I'm sure that when they come to term, uh, they're angry. Right. They're mad. They're like, I had to start in the bottom of a a wastebasket or a dumpster or whatnot. And, um, you know, everybody else is further downfield in life because they were born into the loving hands of a doctor, you know, while I was just out back of a prom ceremony. Yeah. So I'm I'm just uh, sorry. I've got to circle back. So Christian is married to 
Sharon. Sharon. And Sharon is mm-hmm. um, yeah. Dwayne's sister. But Dwayne is married to Chastity. Chastity. And Chastity, Chastity is Christian's sister. Okay, my you know, sister. I just have to, I'm going to have to repeat that a few times to myself, guys, because I can't really wrap my mind around yeah. uh, getting married. Now, I just want to say here at the beginning that for all you listeners out there, um, uh, Christian and Dwayne, they uh, lead GD Law Firm out there in Texas. But even though they're way out there in Texas, um, they are the legal counsel for Twin Hills here in Indy. I they know, that are is amazing. Our, they are our legal counsel, and we use you a lot, huh? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We love Steve. Uh, he came to us not too long ago, was in a bit of oh. a fender bender out here. Um, so we're, we're helping him through the legal counsel. And, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. That fender bender turned into a great relationship with the church. And uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're so happy to be a part of it. Steve was um, in, uh, I guess he was in Austin, unfortunately, doing, um, you know, some, some church planting. And he got in this fender bender where he had, I guess he had rented a really cool, uh, I think it was like a Porsche Cayenne or a Porsche 911 or awesome. something. It was really cool. I guess, you know, a guy stopped really fast right in front of him or cut him off or something and Steve just smashed right into him and I'm sure it wasn't his fault but he needed some representation and I think that's where he found the brothers-in-law you know hitting that school bus uh it was a lot of damage to the vehicle and when a lot of damage because the school bus was big right and it was full yeah Oh no! So, what are you guys doing with that? Uh, you know, is well, I'll tell you what we're doing, Gray. We're uh, we're going to uh, Austin Independent School District, and we're we're demanding money. You oh, know that's that awesome. that school bus it had damaged taillights. I mean, certainly after the accident, but beforehand, uh, Steve was saying that one of those taillights may have been out. So he was confused. He didn't know that they were breaking when mm-hmm. he was zooming down thirty five. Right. And if it's a public school, I'll tell you what, they're probably just sitting and waiting for something like this to happen because people see a big mega church like us, they think like, oh, there's my meal ticket. And the public school would probably Mm -hmm. come straight after Twin Hills. And that's why we're so lucky to have a legal counsel like GD. That's so cool. The way you two came onto my radar was from uh, the head of our board of elders, Bowie Landerson. He he told me that uh, you two are a couple of awesome God-fearing men and that the uh, Board of Elders has to use your services almost constantly because there's a lot of scandals or what would be scandals behind the scenes, you know, if people are allowed to run rampant with, you know, w- the type of, of issues that we're managing behind the scenes of, you know, some girl feels like she got winked at and the next thing you know, she wants to sue the whole company because she feels violated instead of flattered, you know, stuff like that. Right. Yes, indeed. I really love too, Hallie, that we have this new thing at Twin Hills that these guys brought in and it's um they said you know you've heard of an nda before which is a non-disclosure agreement where you basically are saying hey i'm just not going to talk about it what goes on here is up to us and these guys brought in this awesome idea which is be still and know that i am god form which basically just says like hey you're going to stay quiet and you're going to listen for God in these situations where, yes, you know, yes, you might have slipped on some ice. Yes, you might have uh, said something uncomfortable to somebody else in the green room. Yes, somebody may have said something that you thought was inappropriate. But for a second, you're just going to sign this form and you're going to be still and you're going to know that God is in control. And I think that was awesome idea, guys. So instead of an NDA, it's a B-S-A-K-T-I-A-G? Yes, that's right. Yeah. And it's so much easier to remember. Yeah, we try to keep it simple. Uh, it's a, Christian and I actually we we run our own uh, 
our own little service group out here in Texas and Pflugerville. It's it's a uh, it's a bunch of GDBS. Oh, what's that? It's uh, well, it's the Gilson Dempsey Bible Study Group. Oh, that yeah. is great. That's awesome. And do you hold that at the law firm? Oh yes, sir. Yeah. You know, I always like to imagine, you know, your lawyers, do you love getting up and doing the whole thing in front of the courtroom where you're like walking around and you're pointing at things and you're saying, you know, this guy's guilty and stuff like that? Because it just seems like such a fun, you know, kind of like a show, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I bring my best white suit, just crisp white. You know, I come in and Mm -hmm. it's reminds me of the olden days when law, you know, was the rule of the land was it was a pistol in your hand and and a Bible in the other. Oh, do you bring a pistol and a Bible? Oh, absolutely. It's Texas. I have them both on my belt right here. Oh, I, got oh, I see. Left and right. Yeah. Oh, it looks like two. I, I see. It looks like two Bibles, but one is just a Bible with a cutout with a cutout inside, and it's got the pistol inside. That is cool. And that's, that's an right. awesome belt and belt buckle. I see your belt buckle has a uh, has an ornate GD. That's awesome. Personalized. I actually I made that. I custom made that you Bible did? holster in that gun holster. That's right. If you'll allow me, I want to do to, to plug, as they say, uh, you know, one of my side businesses. It's uh, it's the Bible belts. I make chastity belts. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. No belts. Belts for my wife, Chastity. I make her belts. Oh. Uh, yeah. But I also make Chastity belts as well. Oh, oh that is really interesting. That's so cool. I might put in a couple orders because I have a few daughters. That is so cool. Uh, do you have like a place where you do where you do like all your leather work? You know how some gentlemen have uh, you know their their man caves where of they have course. their video games and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I actually I call mine the leather dungeon. That awesome. is cool. That's so cool. Just guys being guys, I love it. And it, and it's cool too because Dwayne, I noticed that you've got um you've also got some metal uh what would you call those metal cuffs or yeah those uh, are cool. You've got sort of the metal cuffs or, I, or brass knuckles or something. I'm not really sure. Well, I have a lot of metal jewelry, and <laughs> guess who made all of this for me? Who's that? It was May. Should have Christian. Known. I, I I dabble I dabble in metalworking. Oh, yeah. that's I was, so cool. I try and specialize in promise rings. Oh, oh great. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I make promise rings, and I, they're very affordable. You can buy them on, on my website, a promise to Christ. Awesome. Does dot com? It, does it have a dot com, or can I just put that in? It's dot edu. Oh, yeah, dot edu. Dot edu. Oh, that's great. cool. And, a promise to and, uh, yeah, and, I mean, you can get you can get all sizes, all, all rings of all sizes, one for every finger, uh, even even the devil's digit. I'll make I'll make promise rings for the double digit. Oh, which is that? That's that's your private parts. Oh, that's private parts. on a fella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get a promise ring on there. Some people call them c- rings. Oh, I don't like to say that word. Right. You, you, can you guys bleep that out? I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, totally. bleep it, we'll bleep it. We'll bleep it. Yeah, but you know, you get a promise ring on the double digit. You know, you're gonna stay firm with the Lord. It's a chastity belt for a fella. Now, have you ever had anyone come at you and say you've discriminated against me because I am not a believer and you didn't take my case? Oh. Absolutely, and we and and we and we sued them. And did you win? Yeah, every time it's Texas. And have you ever won a case outside of Texas? You know what? We had a bad experience out in California this one time. Oh, no. uh, yeah, we were trying to represent. Uh, he's a hometown hero, John Voigt, and uh, he got into a bit of trouble. I just love John Voigt. I mean, he's such an amazing actor, and, and it's just the kind of stuff that he does. I mean, I'm a huge Ray Donovan fan. I've watched every single episode of Ray Donovan several times, and, you know, John Voigt really is one of the, he's probably the second best actor on Ray Donovan, and it's just like, you guys gotta watch Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan is really great. It's it's just like so cool, and um, yeah, John Voigt, he's like really, really cool. Well, if he's a believer, we need to, um, we need to give him the benefit of the 
out and we're going to believe the best about John Voight, uh, mm-hmm. no matter what. And I'm sure you're restricted by the law and can't say anything about the case. So we will just believe that John Voight is above board. You know what is really cool, guys? I love John Voight because um, one time I was out in La Jolla for a, a youth conference and I ran into John Voight and a P.F. Chang's and he signed my menu. And he was and it was really great because he was like uh, and this was you know right at the beginning of the pandemic. And he was just like, no China virus. Uh, it's, he said he just wrote no China virus. Yes, Chinese food. Uh, love USA. Love God. John Voight. It's wow. actually it was like a really long. He wrote basically scribbled on the whole menu. Wow. It was awesome, and I was just like, I love you so much, sir. And it, you know, at first when I saw him, I was like, I thought it maybe was either John Voight or the guy who, um, or the guy who is maybe grim, you know, plays grimace in the um, uh, in the Burger King or in the McDonald's commercials. But it was it was John Voight. One of my daughters was doing a speech, working on a speech for school, and um, I learned in some of her research she was doing there are more. CEOs named John than there are female CEOs. And I thought that was so cool. (laughs) That is cool. That is such a fun statistic. That's so neat. That is cool. Well, it's a biblical name. It's a biblical name. I mean, John was the disciple that Jesus really loved. Really, really loved. Eldest son of King Saul. That is right. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'm just trying to figure out, because I don't know anything about the law, and I'm from Australia with the legal system. We basically don't have a legal system in Australia. Mm. Yeah, well, y'all are from, y'all are uh, criminals. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because basically, uh, you know, when the country was founded, they sent all the criminals there. And so everybody's looking around going, hey, there's no lawyers here. So basically what's going on in Australia is that, you know, everybody serves as their own lawyer. Wow. Yeah, it's just kind of a a real free-for-all. So there is a judicial system. Are there judges in Australia? We call it judgment in the round, Hallie. And what it is, is you just go into this little arena and everybody goes in and you basically say, hey, I've got a problem with him. And he's going, I have got a problem with him. And what we call suing each other is you get around, you wrestle wrestle around in the muck for a bit. And whoever wrestles the other one out of the, you know, into the muck first, that's how you win the case. So, and that's worked really well for us. But what I was wondering is, you know, when when you're suing a lady for having an abortion, who are you actually representing there? Are you representing the, the, the unborn child? Yes, the unborn child. Okay. You know, Dwayne here recently became a father. Awesome. Really? Oh, congratulations. Wouldn't you know it, my mother had recently lost uh, my father. He, he passed away not too long ago. Mm-hmm. They met, and uh, as luck would have it, my mom is now married to Christian's father. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. <laughs> Wow. Oh, yeah. this is really a family affair. I mean, it must be so fun when you guys all get together for a holiday or something. You're going, okay, wait, are you my cousin? Are you my brother? You know, it's got to be so fun. It gets a little, you know, crazy. Our our family tree is just, oh, it's all over the place. There's branches intertwining with branches. Right, it's probably like sort of a burning bush more than a tree. Oh, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Well, you know, it's 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 wacky. And, uh, you know, our, our father... Art, art, yeah, who art, who art in heaven? heaven. Yeah, not, not okay. art, not my father. Art. Yeah, oh. his father's oh. art. My father, art. the one that died recently, he had a brother, and uh, you know he was coming into town one time. He was in for a rodeo, and my mom, who's actually at that rodeo as well, they met just totally by circumstance, and <laughs> wouldn't you have it? They got married. So your Wait. father's brother ended up marrying. His mom. That's right. So he's your stepdad or? And your uncle. That's right. Christian Dimsey and Dwayne Gilson were played by Chris Damaris and Blaine Gibson. Follow them at Chris Damaris and B. Gibbles and listen to their hit podcast, Good Morning from Hell, wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Grey Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. <laughs>